of you that have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of 1 Timothy. Paul's letter to Timothy. And we're going to go to the fourth chapter. Hallelujah. They can praise God for my children. Being a mother is one of the greatest honors that a woman could have. Amen. They can praise God for great women, holy women, praying women, because it's on the backs of holy praying women that the church is still moving and thriving. Hallelujah. The Bible says, call for the morning women, the cunning and the skillful women. They can praise God for some cunning and some skillful women. They can get the job done. Hallelujah. They don't mind working in the background. Hallelujah. That sacrifice. That pour out their heart before the Lord. Hallelujah. Call for some holy women. They can get a prayer through. Hallelujah. They can praise God for some women that's laboring in the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. First Timothy, the fourth chapter. We're going to read verses 1 through 2. And we're going to skip down to verse 16. Amen. And the Bible says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with an hot iron. Verse 16, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continuing them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Amen is the reading of God's holy word. For a subject on this morning, be careful and hold on to truth. Be careful and hold on to truth. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We're living in a, a very different time. We're living in a time where this generation of churchgoers and believers are behaving as if God is accepting anything. We're losing that sensitivity to the spirit of God in this present church world seems to be caught up doing their own thing and not remembering that God has a standard. There is a standard that God upholds. And the Bible said that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't care how many generations come on the scene. God is still the same. And what he spoke in the beginning, he still stands on his word. His word is forever settled in heaven. And his word shall never change. You got to change. You got to come up to God's standard. God is not coming down on your level. God is not coming down to the standard of men. It's up to men and women, children to come up, rise up to the standard that God has laid out in his word. Oh, hallelujah. This generation, I have you believe you can throw up anything to God and he has to accept it. No, God don't have to accept every and anything. God has a way. The song said that you can't go 
holiness. There is a high way there and there is a way that the unclean cannot go over. The food shall not err therein. There is a way of what's right. It's still holiness or hell. I don't care what come up new. I don't care what doctrine is coming on the mainstream. And I know they got this new inspirational pep talk, inspirational gospel that pops up your flesh and tries to make you and get a big head about who you are and pops up your ego and pity pat your flesh and tell you you're this and you're that. Oh, come on now. Let me tell you something. You got to hold on to truth. You got to hold on the scripture. You gotta hold on to what the Bible says. It's not about you. It's not about your flesh. But it's about the plain spoken written word of God. We're living in this time now. It's a weird time. Now we become entertainers in the church and it's a three ring circus and everything goes and nobody is saying nothing and we got leaders that won't correct and won't discipline spiritual children but God is a God of order and there must be order in the house of God there has to be a standard there has to be some rules and some standards that must be set in order for us to live a way of holiness, a way of righteousness before the Lord. We can't just do things our way and think that God has accepted it. He's turning his nose up at this foolishness that's going on in the modern day church. He's not accepting it. He's tired of junk, tired of unclean praise team leaders and unclean musicians, unclean preachers and teachers. He's tired of deacons shucking and jiving, living any kind of way outside of the church, not living upright, keeping a standard. God is tired. He's tired of foolishness, tired of Pentecostal pimps, tired of hooking and crooking, prostituting the church of God. God is not pleased. God is not pleased. Folks, it's making church now into a big thing of money. How much money we can obtain and how many services we can put on, how many conferences we can put on and not even involving God in it. God is far away from it because the people have turned away from God and have turned into the ways of man and the ways of man have gotten this present modern day church off. They're off. And it's up to you to get on. It's up to you. The Bible says now spirit speaketh expressly. Means that it speaks plainly. The new international version says it here. The spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits. Things taught by demons. And you can see it even in this time that we're living in. There are people that are jumping ship and abandoning the truth. You was raised up in truth. You was taught truth. You was taught the apostles doctrine. And now we are 
non-denominational. I just believe anything and I believe it's three gods up there and we don't picked up all this foolishness and let heresy come into the church when it's your responsibility to guard the church and make sure heresy don't infiltrate the church. We're living in that time, people. Where some will depart from the faith. But you got to make sure that you stay on with God. It's your responsibility to guard your heart with all diligence. Because out of it flows the issues of life. It's your responsibility to make sure any and everything don't get in your crawl. That's not of God. You got to be careful when you eat. You got to be careful what you listen to. You got to be careful the music you play. You gotta be careful the sermons you listen to because if it's watered down, if it ain't truth, you need to kick it out because it's messing folk up. Oh, it's getting folks heavy. They getting cold, indifferent, act like they don't care, and they got all the time in the world. We taking God's time, God's spirit, God's love and kindness and mercy for granted. There's this death and this dumb spirit that seems to be hoovering over the church world. Nobody can hear nothing now. Nobody can see nothing now. Pastor, they can't see it. Oh my God. What happened to the gift of discernment in the church? We can't discern what's going on in the spirit realm because we ain't spending enough time with God. We're not spending time in prayer. We're not pushing the play back so that we can get some revelation and some divine impartation of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You gotta labor before God. You gotta get out of you. And you gotta press into the presence of God so that you can get a clear understanding. The Bible says in all you're getting, get an understanding. We got a lot of knowledge, but little understanding in the church. Very little understanding. We're living in a time where there's so much Bible knowledge. You can book, you do a click on Google. On the internet, you can pull up any interpretation of the Bible. You don't even have to carry a hard copy of the Bible anymore. You can look up any definition. You can look up anything you need and inquire about on the internet. The message is getting out, but the people have their ears stopped up so they can't hear it. They can't receive because they are letting the spirit of God that's supposed to be on the inside of them grow cold. That's why the Holy Ghost got to be in working order. It's up to you to keep the fire burning in you. It's not everybody else's responsibility to keep the fire burning in you. It's your responsibility. You got to do what you got to do because your soul is at stake. Oh, you got to do whatever it takes so that you can stay close to the Lord. You got to do what you got to do if you got to cut folk off. If you got to turn down the lunch, you got to turn down the engagement. You got to turn off the shopping trip. If you got to turn it loose, turn off the radio, turn off the TV. Because it's making you heavy and you're drifting farther and farther and farther away from God. In 
the latter times and you are in the latter times. You are the latter church. You are the end time church. And God has an expectation of the latter church uh, to bring up the reins uh, and make us stand in all of this chaos uh, that's going on around us. And all this evil, all this hatred that's going on. Uh, all, all this bigotry and prejudice that's going on. Uh, he expects uh, the remnant of believers to pull it up. Make a stand. The Bible said contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. You gotta fight for it. You gotta press your way past the hurt, past the pain, past the disappointment, past the door closing in your faith. You gotta press and make sure you're doing what God called and designed for you to do. You got a purpose for your life and you better make sure that you deliver before you close your eyes. The Bible says some shall depart from the faith. In the book of Thessalonians, it talked about there being a great falling away. And you see folks that's supposed to be rooted and grounded. Folks that was raised up in this way. Folks that has been saved, sanctified, uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, was once so on fire, but now you can't find them. Them fell off from the faith. And the devil is back in the background, kicking himself and laughing. Ha ha ha. See, I told you, God, it wasn't nothing to him. You let these hot trials come their way. I told you, God, it wasn't nothing to him. But I hear there's a remnant. Oh, my God. There is a people that will not bow. God says, I got some over there. I know it was some folks that fell off. But there is some people that's going to stay on. It's some people that's going to call my name. It's some people that won't kiss another God. There is a people that's going to press. That's going to fight the good fight of faith. They're going to be faithful unto death because they love the Lord. Because he first loved them. And they love him. They love him. They appreciate him. They thank him and they go stay firmly planted, rooted in the kingdom come hell, come high water you just gotta make sure you in the number I wanna be in that number I don't know about you uh, but I didn't come this far to turn around God done brought me too far I done seen too much. God's done delivered. God done healed. He done made ways out of no way. He done done so much for me. I can't tell it all. Done come too far through hard trials, through tribulations, through tears, through the blood, through the sweat, through the labor, through the prayer, and the seeking him, and coming and coming and coming in spite of how I feel. I done come too far. To fall away from the faith. You done come too far now. The Bible says that you were put in the kingdom for such a time as this. 
This is your time to shine. It's your time to do a great work for the Lord. What happened to the motivation of the saints uh, to do a great work for the Lord? Uh, we used to be so motivated. I just want to do a work for the Lord because I love him so much. Uh, he's been so good and so kind to me. He saved a wicked wretch like me. He died on the cross and shed his blood for me. And I just excited about the Lord. What happened to our excitement and our zeal for the Lord? Want to do something great for the Lord. The Bible said greater works shall you do. Where are the greater works? We got folks that's folding their hands and not wanting to work. This is a slowful time. The devil is rocking folks to sleep. It's time to wake up. The Bible says knowing the time is now. It's high time for you to wake out of sleep. But now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Oh, don't make no provision for yourself, but make sure you make a provision for the kingdom of God. You make sure the kingdom of God is advancing. That you're doing your part. That you're standing on your post. Where God placed you in the kingdom. Huh? You make sure that everything is going forth in decency and in order. Huh? Uh, that you find your rightful place. And you do it huh? with all your heart, your mind, your soul, all your strength. Huh? Make sure that the kingdom go forth. It's not about you. Not about your name. It's not about you getting pat on the back. It's not about your name being in lights. It's all vanity. But we need to make sure we lift up Jesus. If we don't do nothing else, we need to lift up Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, we don't spend so much time lifting up folk. We don't pushed up apostles and we don't pushed up bishops and we don't pushed up well-known preachers that's flying on helicopters when Jesus rode on a donkey. Oh, we getting flashy now. Everything's got to be so flashy. Oh, we got big mansions for these preachers now. Oh, they can't take nothing simple. Can't be humble. Oh, can't focus on spreading the gospel. Can't focus on advancing the kingdom when there's poor, widow saints in the congregation and they're not even looking out for the poor and the widows that's among them. Not concerned about the well-being of the people of God, but they're comfortable milking the church. Milking the church. And my question is, where they think they're going? Come on. Come on. Oh, you done got your reward down here. You're flying on helicopters. You're, you're doing all of this with solid gold floors and commodes in your house. And you're being put on blast for tax evasion. Oh, you're getting your reward here. Because we didn't handle the opportunities and the monies rightly that it flowed through the church. Every opportunity, every dollar that comes through the house of God is important. 
God is holding a standard. Not only for leaders, but he also holding a standard for the people. And the people are forgetting that you must obey. They're forgetting the obey. Then you shall reap huh, the good of the land. We've got to make sure that we are following the direction of the man or the woman of God in order to receive the blessing from the Lord. We think that it's just going to fall out the sky. Uh, that God is obligated to bless and he's obligated to heal and he's obligated to do this on our list. He's not obligated unless we obey. The Bible says some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. And there are seducing spirits that have entered into the house of the Lord. That's why you always have to be prayerful and offer a prayer in the house of God so that those spirits won't get comfortable. Seducing spirits have no business getting comfortable in the house of God. You got all this power. You got all this authority. You got the Holy Ghost that's supposed to be in working order. But seducing spirits, lying wonders, lying prophets, false teachers, and false preachers are comfortable. Something wrong. They should not feel comfortable coming in to be a wolf in sheep clothing. Coming in and lying and waiting to deceive. They should not be comfortable in our church. Should not be comfortable. Your soul is important to God. Your well-being is important to God. That's why this sanctuary, this pulpit, this is a sacred, sacred lecture. And we don't let any and everybody come up and minister unto the people behind this sacred lecture. Because it's holy and we respect it and we reverence God's holiness. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. That means everything from the pulpit to the door is supposed to be respected because it belongs to God. It's leaders' responsibility to make sure the saints don't get pimped. That's leader responsibility to look out for the well-being of the saints. It's leadership responsibility. And I'm not just talking about pastors. Yes, he is the head. Uh, but what about these other leaders? Sitting and sucking their thumb. Deacons, preachers, teachers. Come on, somebody. It's leadership responsibility to make sure everything is operating in the house of God and flowing with the Holy Ghost. That is Bible order. Giving heed to seducing spirits. The Bible warns, let no man deceive you. This is an hour of deception, y'all. So much stuff if you turn on the TV and you listen to these so-called gospel TV stations and you're trying to hear just a good basic sermon 
They done added so much stuff in there now. They done took away from the word of God. Uh, you listen to it and it has no meaning. No precedence. No foundation. What happened to the foundation of the gospel? What happened to just preaching Jesus? What happened to preaching Jesus? Well, we got to add all this other stuff in there just so we can get folk in the church. If they don't want to be saved, you don't want a house full of folk that don't want it, that don't want to be saved. I would hope you don't. Because this is a place where folks are supposed to come to get saved. We ain't supposed to be trying to flatter folk, flatter people with all these catchphrases and all these sayings trying to be deep and, and trying to be big and grandiose. Come on down from there. Remember the God that you represent and you say you serve in. Give it to the people plain. Preach Jesus. Tell them the truth. Tell them to come out of sin. Repent and be converted. The Bible said come out from among them and be ye separate. Save the Lord. What happened to preaching being separate? We don't preach being sanctified because that ain't popular in this modern day church. We don't want to tell the young people you got to separate yourself because we want to build up youth departments. We don't want to run folk off from the church so we sugarcoat truth so that we can make sure that they stay in the church. God didn't tell you to do that. He told you to teach the truth. Huh? Buy the truth and sell it not. Huh? He said, cry loud. Spare not. Huh? We got folk that's trying to spare folk feeling. It ain't about their feelings. They soul is at stake. And their blood is going to be required of a lot of folks' hands. Uh, because you had the opportunity to help somebody. You had the opportunity to tell them the truth and let them deal with it. Just tell them the truth. Would you get mad who casting your pearl before swine? Hey, they don't want it. Let them go on. That's where we are today. God told the disciples if they don't receive you, shake the dust off. Huh? Keep moving because everybody's not going to receive truth. Uh, they don't want to hear that. The Bible said there will come a time when they will not endure sound doctrine, but they will heed to themselves teachers having itching ears. Uh, they want to hear what tickle the flesh. Uh, uh, they want to hear that sound good. Uh, how we going to prosper and there's going to be days of peace and we're going to build and have plenty and we're going to be married and we're going to have marriages and we're going to have parties going on. That's what they want to hear. But that ain't the kind of word that God is sending. Because we are getting down to the wire. When you look and see what's going on in the nation of Israel. When you look and see just what happened from last year. After the last blood moon that happened. All hell broke loose. Just from January to where we are right now, people are losing it. I'm not talking about in the world, I'm talking about in the church. 
they coming up with all kinds of junk and then have the audacity to broadcast it on Facebook. All kind of foolishness. Making a mockery of God. Making a mockery of holiness. Uh, making themselves look foolish uh, to the world. Uh, causing the enemies of God to blaspheme. It's going to get real tight, saints. Because God has got to make sure he cleans house. And get things in order. Get everybody in line with his word. Ah, so many different doctrines, but the apostles' doctrine doesn't seem to fell off. Used to have so many folks that was apostolic. So many people that wore the name Jesus proudly. Not talking about religion. I'm talking about doctrine. The Bible says it's sound doctrine. Huh? The doctrine of the apostles and Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. And so many people don't come down. But we got to make sure that we make a stand for it. Don't matter how many folks fall off. You don't have to fall off. You don't have to come down off of preaching truth. You don't have to come down off of teaching what's right. You don't have to come down off of sound doctrine. It's up to us to make a stand. It's up to us to make a stand. There's a thing that's called the spirit of truth. Spirit of truth versus the spirit of error. The Bible says that we got to try the spirit by the spirit to see whether they are of God. We ain't trying nothing. We're just accepting everything. Everybody got a microphone supposed to be anointed now. Everybody got a title now. We're just accepting that they've been called, that they've been chosen. We're not even looking at fruit no more. You're supposed to be a fruit inspector. The devil done transformed his imps into angels of light. They look churchy, but looks are so deceiving, honey. We got folks with long dresses and three-piece suits and Stacey Adams and Gators and they just as big as a devil walking on the carpet. But you go and buy out with appearance because they say they're an evangelist, because they say they're a missionary, because they say they're an apostle and they're a bishop. No, they're an bishop and apostle. They ain't built nothing. They riding on somebody else's ministry. That's somebody else being. If you're an apostle, why ain't you starting churches? Tell me what Jesus looked like if you're an apostle. The apostles ate with them, took a bath with them, they fished with them, went to the mountain to pray with them. They saw the miracles firsthand. Apostle. But we're so comfortable in this era wearing titles. Don't be caught up wearing titles. Uh, don't be caught up in the flip and the flam. Uh, don't be caught up. Uh, make sure you got the goods, honey. That's what God is looking at. Make sure you got the goods to go along with the title. I 
whether you just call me sister, servant. I'm a prisoner, like Paul said. I'm a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all that I am. I am what God made me. That's it, and that's all. And be comfortable with that. Just be comfortable being a servant. Oh, my God. Oh, well, we got to add so much stuff to it. It's called vainglory. We got folks that refuse to give God glory. You got to make sure how high you come, how high you get, how blessed you think you are, how anointed and how deep you think you are. Make sure you give God his due glory. Folks trying to steal God's glory. Putting themselves up on the shelf and God ain't put them there. Let God call you up higher. Huh? Be comfortable sitting in the background till God pulls you up higher. Oh my God. Oh, have a spirit of humility and meekness. And just be comfortable serving God until God calls you up a little bit higher. Got a lot of folks speaking in tongues. They ain't got the right spirit because it's called lifestyle. Whenever you get done shouting your hole in the carpet and talking in ten tongues, you still got to have the lifestyle. We need to get back to preaching lifestyle. Lifestyle is of the utmost importance. It's not just about grabbing the microphone and being seen. It's called lifestyle. Huh? A lifestyle of holiness, sanctification, dedication, consecration unto the Lord. But this spirit now, if you don't discern it, it will come in and have you deceived and have you sucked in to what's going on in this world. It's a worldly spirit that is hovering over the church and we're allowing this worldly spirit to come in the church. They do it ballet now and they call it a God. I don't need you to praise dance for me. I'll dance like David dance all by myself because I got a praise on the inside that I can't keep to myself. It's a holler stirring up from the depths of my soul. So excuse me if I seem a little giddy or maybe even strange, but praise is the way I say that. I don't need you to parade and ballet and twirl for me because I got my own step. I got my own holler. I got my own hallelujah. I got my own thank you, thank you, thank you. I got my own praise. I brought it with me. He gave it to me and I'm going to give it to him. You got to have your own praise. Waiting on folks to do the twirl and the truth, swaying rags. They got something weird going on. Go to these services, I don't know what they got going on. I say, God, if I can make it through this service, so much flesh reeking around here, dancing and twirling, ain't God ain't in that nowhere. 
No Holy Ghost in it nowhere. And folks just sitting there smiling. Preachers sitting there smiling, looking all deep. Won't even sit folks down. Daughter, that ain't of God. Son, that ain't of God. Sit down, grab the microphone, because it's crucial that you don't let these seducing, seductive spirits come in the house of God. Try the spirit by the spirit. If the spirit of truth is supposed to lead men from the world to God, huh? The spirit of truth is going to speak about Jesus Christ. It's going to speak about Jesus uh, being born in the flesh, yet still fully God and fully man. If it's not saying that, it's the spirit of error. The spirit of truth come and he will guide you and lead you into all truth. It's up to you to eat truth. It's up to you to hold on to it once you hear it. The Bible says, woe unto the scribes and the Pharisees and the hypocrites. Because you clean the outward cup. But within, you're full of extortion and lies. We got a lying spirit that's done crept in the church. And God said that all liars will have their part in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. It's, all, it's so important that we not only tell the truth, but that we live the truth. That we don't live a lie. God is looking for some truth on the inward part. Oh, don't be so concerned and wrapped up about the outside. But we got to make sure our heart is right before God. We got to get our hearts soft again before God. God. We got to turn to God and cry out to God. God, oh, I know there's some evil in me, some stuff in me that's not right. Lord God, take it out and strengthen me because I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. It's up to you to lay out before God and repent. Clean yourself up if you get dirty. Dust yourself off and stand up and walk in the power of God. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. God is not calling for a weak church, a weak generation, a faithless, perverse generation. Jesus looked at the disciples and said, hello. Shall I suffer with you? We can't believe God for nothing. Can't go through nothing. Always whining and crying. Not satisfied with what God is doing. It's time out for that. Be strong in God. Realize everything ain't going to go your way. God is not going to cater his word to you. My God, oh, God is looking for some folks that are square up their shoulder and be strong in him and say, God, if they dish it out, I can take it. I can take a lick and keep on ticking oh, because I got some backbone in God. It's called trials and tribulation. They built me. I was built for it through my family, through fighting on the playground, getting cussed out, getting disappointed and my heart broke. Oh, not getting my way, huh? Going through hell on the job and hell in the neighborhood. And folk turning 
church you was built to stay in truth oh you was built to stay in the kingdom you was one that was going to be like that tree that's planted by the rivers of water that you shall not be moved God said endure some hardness will you endure hardness as a good soldier you want to be a good soldier endure that hard stuff uh, go ahead and take it on the chin you ain't got to react like the world react you ain't got to get mad and cuss at the fool and ball up your fist get your knife and your gun we don't act that way we endure hardness on our knees we endure hardness in the word of God serving God working in the kingdom we endure it you got to have a go through so it's time for us to make a stand women and men of God be blameless sanctified holy to the Lord and purified from pollution and the tragedy of this current modern world is they have allowed spiritual pollution to infiltrate the church we got to renew our dedication to the Lord. Come on, somebody. Making sure that we possess our vessel in sanctification and honor. Be an honorable soldier. You said that you was a soldier in the army of the Lord. Be a soldier of honor and not dishonor. We got to continue in this faith. No matter what the world is doing, no matter what the president say, you got to continue in the faith that was once delivered. You got to be rooted and grounded in this thing. It's up to you to make sure that you guard your spirit. It's up to you to get a healthy appetite and a healthy plate of the word of God. It's up to you to eat. It's up to you. Can't be taking God for granted. So many times we've just taken God for granted that things are just going on and going on and God is a, has a deaf ear and not seeing and hearing what's going on. Oh, he see. Oh, and he knows. And he's going to deal with some stuff. Oh, yes. The Bible said that judgment must first begin where? In the house of God. And there's some judgment around the pike. Oh, folks are looking forward to happen out there in the world, but it's going to happen here first. God's not dealing with Black Lives Matter. I'm here to tell you, he's not. I know it sounds good. God's not dealing with the Black Panthers and, you know, all, all of these racist groups because it's racism. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. We might as well just call it what it is. Uh, God's not in the middle of it. I, I don't care how many prayer vigils they have on the street. Uh, God said he doesn't hear them because he hears worshipers. But we're going to try to make God do something. We're going to try to make God to put folk guns down. No, it's up to them to put the guns down. It's up to them to stop killing folk. Hmm? It's called sin. Let's address the issue. It's called sin. And if the people would stop turning their what turning away from God and come back to the house of God, they can get help. But they don't want to come to church. So then you have no help. So don't expect me 
and the preacher to come down off of the post of God to come out in the world and hold hands and sing kumbaya. No, 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 no. That's not the preacher's responsibility. The folks done got this stuff twisted up. You've got to come to the house of God. That's where your help come from. Huh? David said, I lifted mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. And all of his help, all of your help, all of my help, it comes from the Lord. It's found in the house of God. So if people make a conscious decision and a choice, they're making choices to do what they do. They're making the conscious decision to live a life of sin. And most of them are backsliders. They've been in church before. They've heard truth. They knew truth because they was raised up by mamas and grandmamas that carried them to holiness churches. And they walked out and went out into the world. And that's what they're receiving. Don't get caught up, y'all. Because God's not in it. God is separate. He stands alone. He knows and sees everything that's going on, and all of it has to come to pass. It's called Bible prophecy. Prophecy must be fulfilled. The world is going to destroy itself without anybody's help. They're going to destroy themselves, and they're doing it every day. Turn on the TV, they're doing it two and three and four times a day. They're destroying themselves. And it's nobody's fault. Why are you trying to blame somebody else? Huh? You had an opportunity just like you had and I had and you had to come out of the world, come out of darkness into the marvelous light. Because I'm sure God was tugging on you at some point. He was dealing with you at some point. He gave you some kind of dream. He talked to you and called your name. But you turned the deaf ear to God. The Bible says when you The day that you hear my voice Harden not your heart And we're dealing with a generation Of hard hearted Cold people And they wonder why their head Their world is all hell It's time for the church to rise up And be the church Let the world keep doing them But it's time for us to step it up. What we've been doing ain't good enough. We're going to have to do more, Elder. God is expecting more, Pastor. God is expecting more of his people because the time is getting shorter and shorter. And God spoke it just as plain to me this morning as I was getting ready. You don't know how much time that you have left. Because I was talking to him about the church. He said, y'all don't know how much time you have left. We have a space of time. But we don't know when God's going to call it an end. How much more of this has to happen before he calls it an end? Because when you search the scripture, the majority of it has already happened. Not much left. You're the end time church, people. You're it. You don't know how many more generations are left to come behind you. And God is getting fed up. He's getting tired. 
People are getting more sinful and sinful and they're loving it and bragging about it. God is getting tired of it. Come on. How long do you think God is going to sit back and let it keep going on? <laughs> How long do you think God is going to endure this foolishness? It's time for us to step up, y'all. Whatever God told you to do, get in a hurry and get it done. You better be like Nike and just do it. Just do it. Because you don't know how much more time that you got here. You ain't got another day promise. You don't know. You don't know. The young is dying, the middle-aged dying, the in-between dying. They dying like flies. They passing out AIDS like cigars. And you think you got time to drag your feet? Be careful, saints. Hold on to truth. That's all I got for you. It may not have caused you to shout, but I hope it caused you to think. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God that he sent a word. Thank God that he's dealing with you. Hallelujah. Hold on to truth, saints. 